Hello everyone, and welcome to Refinery Life Australia. I'm Gary Hoban, and I'm the Senior Pastor and Lead Elder at Refinery Life Church Australia on the beautiful Gold Coast. We hope you enjoy this message and really get a touch from God. And if you're on the Gold Coast at any time, please come and join us as we meet together and share the word of our Lord. We meet at 9.30 on Sundays at Coombabar State High School. More details are available on our website, www. Dot .refinerylife.org Hey there everyone. Currently we're studying the spiritual gifts and the theme of the series is gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now it's important to remember that as that a positive response on our part as believers to the Father's gift of the Holy Spirit is absolutely essential if we are to truly be God's people. And today we're going to discuss the gift of performing miracles. And the text we're reading is 1 Corinthians 12.10. And it says, To another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the ability to distinguish between spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. And then we're reading Romans 15.18 and 19. It says, For I will not venture to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me to bring the Gentiles to obedience by word and deed. Verse 19, By the power of the signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and all the way around to Illyricum, I have fulfilled the ministry of the gospel of Christ. Now to adequately explain the gift of miracles in a biblical way, is a true challenge. It's difficult. If you believe in God, a God who created the universe, sustains it and controls it, you must also believe in the possibility of miracles. If, however, you believe in a natural world that is controlled by universal and unalterable laws, you probably have difficult believing in miracles. And many definitions have been given for the term miracle. Let's go through a few now. A miracle is an event, whether natural or supernatural, where one sees a revelation of God. Whether a miracle is outside the laws of nature or a violation of them is essentially irrelevant for faith. Another one, a miracle is an event or effect in the physical world deviating from the known laws of nature or transcending our knowledge of these laws, an extraordinary or abnormal event brought about by something superhuman, a wonder or wonderful thing, a marvel. And here's another one. A miracle is not the breaking of the law of nature. It is not an interference with or suspension of the unchanging law, uniformity of the laws of the universe. It is simply a personal God putting his will into the laws of nature. It is God's doing with his infinite power the same quality of action in a variety and a vastly greater degree. The same as we do when we all exercise our personal will among the forces of nature. So there's three very different definitions. But the New Testament miracles are described in four terms. The first is signs. This term is found 70 times in the New Testament and is used for a mark of identification. The signs point to something outside of themselves. Acts 2.3 says, And divided tongues of fire appeared on them and rested on each of them. 
That was a sign. Signs are a pledge or a token of the presence and power of God. The truth of divine relation, or revelation, sorry. The law and the heart of the Father and the credentials of the messenger. The second is wonders. And the term is found 16 times in the New Testament and is used to indicate the reaction of awe or terror. Wonders are the astonishing manifestations of God attracting people's attention to him, his nature, and his promises. Now the third is powers. This term is found nine times in the New Testament and refers to the power that performs the act. It is outside of nature. It reveals the almighty power of God to save and to help in times of trouble. The parting of the water in the Red Sea is a great example of this. And the fourth is works. This term refers to the actual acts. Works are the demonstration of kindness and love. Healing of sickness is an example of works. Some general statements about miracles, though, that we need to discuss are this. There's three marks that test their faith. The truth, sorry. Miracles are performed by good people. They attest to God's awesome and sovereign power. Miracles are helpful blessings, never done merely to startle people or excite wonder. They are expressions of God's holy character, compassion, and love to all people. And God will change his accustomed ways of doing things to meet human needs. Miracles of the past can be compared to miracles of today. In the past, a miracle was calming a stormy sea. Today, it might be calming an anxious mind. In the past, a miracle was feeding 5,000 people with a child's lunch. Today, it's feeding the world with the bread of life. In the past, a miracle was giving sight to the physically blind. And today, it may be enabling those who are blinded by sin to see. In the past, a miracle might have been raising physically dead people to life. And that still happens. All of these things still happen today. But today, it could be raising those who are dead to sin to a new life. Now, I'm not saying miracles of the past don't happen today. I've seen it myself. I've seen people get out of wheelchairs. I've seen growths fall off people's necks. I've seen cancers disappear. But we can't think to ourselves that these things don't happen anymore. They may just look different. And as a whole, miracles do not usually happen the way they did in biblical times, especially in the Western world, in African countries and Eastern countries, generally un, un, unpopular countries for holiday destinations, impoverished countries, miracles still happen the way they used to. But in the Western world, it's often a little different. And that could have a lot to do with people's faith. But it doesn't mean that there are no miracles today. God is not limited by time. For the most part, miracles of current times are signs from the Bible, from the church, and the history of Christianity. All Christians are responsible for praying and cooperating with God and working. 
then if the Holy Spirit chooses to perform a miracle, that's his business. We need to think it's not you performing the miracle, it's the Holy Spirit. I challenge you, go out into the community, pray for people, pray for each other, and see how the Holy Spirit works through you. And until next time, stay in the blessings. I really want to encourage you to be diligent with your Bible study time, because God has so much more for us than we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the Word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because God is a redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for him and he can make you whole, spirit, soul and body. You're important to God and you're also important to us at Refinery Life Australia. When it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal his promises to you. So whatever you're concerned about and you need prayer for, We want to be here for you. Or even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us at www.refinerylife.org. Remember, 2020 is a year for clarity.